Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hello. <laughs> Katie's being weird again. Welcome. <laughs> to our bookcast book club episode love light farms by bk borison she's also the and this is the first book in the love light standalone interconnected series um the second book is in the weeds the third book is please hold uh no i have it i have it i have it uh it is mixed signals Thank you. And then I think there's a fourth one coming out. I believe there's a fourth one coming out. Um, I think it's untitled Love Light 4 is what it was on Goodreads. So um, I don't know if she has any other books. I feel like Love Light Farms was maybe her first. Um, it was. Okay. So honestly, debut album, BK Borison, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, a little floored. That was really good. Yeah. Like, like I thoroughly enjoyed this book. Very much so. Yes. Um, one, I think it was very well written. Um, I loved all of the characters, which doesn't happen often. There's normally at least one that I'm like, oh, my God, get rid of this person. Um, But I found them all amazing and endearing. Agreed. Um, I thought the spice was done well. I wouldn't. I mean, it's a book with some spice. It's not a spicy book. No. But. But when you do get those moments, like they're I think it's well worth. Yes. The scene that you get. Yes. She does it very well. Right. It's like not sometimes like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like authors throw in like spice because it's popular and they're not like and they're not it's not written well because like they're just kind of like adding it in um that is not the case with this one like I think that the it was the perfect amount because I again it's a plot driven book right and I just thought that like it flowed so well and it made so much sense for the characters I agree like sometimes you get these like you get these spice scenes and I'm like I mean, I get, like, you know, sometimes you're, like, a little subdued in person, and then, like, you get in the bedroom, and you're a little more wild. But sometimes, like, that character did not say that. Like, in I this agree. case, I, th- I I loved it. I thought it I thought it was perfect. Um, but, yeah, I also am a sucker for a friends-to-lovers trope. Like, and I'm a sucker for a fake dating trope. Yeah. I think you, you like fake dating. I do well. like fake dating, and I think that this one was done well. Well, because, like, I hate when they're like, oh, like, let's fake date, but, like, and trick everyone, and then and then you almost know what the issue is going to be, and then the disagreement, and yeah. the third act breakup. Like everyone knew, at least within their inner circle. <laughs> I think within the whole town. I think, well, I think everyone in the town was just more along the lines of like we're fucking pumped that you guys finally got together. Whereas like the girl Layla and like Beckett knew that they were fake dating, which I was happy about yes. because in this situation, I think it would have just. Right. It would have been so... I mean, I think a lot of romance books are kind of predictable. We love them anyway. Of course. But I think... This, I'm with you. This was done very well with the fake dating trope. Because sometimes it can become very yeah. annoying. And, like, I just, like... I don't know what it is about a friends to lovers that I'm, like, such a sucker for. Because it takes out all... You know what? It is it is fun and exciting to meet someone new and get to know them. But I feel like it, it, it skips ahead somehow. Like, you're almost in the fun of it. You're in the thick of it. Like, yes. you know each other. Like, they know their nuances. Like, 
you can read each other well. It yes. just brings like a whole different dimension. And like they already were like the kind of friends who would like cuddle on the couch together and like everybody knew that them getting together was pretty much inevitable. Um also, I, like, I would like, say probably so stupid for waiting. I would think long. everyone besides Stella, like even like Luca was like, I'm waiting this out. He was like, I yeah. gave her ten years of friendship and like if this is a slow burn, I'm st- I'm still waiting. Like he was like, I'm gonna be with her one day. Um and I get the dog slopping up water. I was gonna say, yes, it's okay, Bear. You keep drinking. Um, and I like sometimes like I get annoyed with the female main character when they're like, oh, like no, he can never like when they're almost like too much in denial. But it, her being in denial like didn't. It made sense. Yes. Like I'm not gonna compare, but like Tom and I are friends to lovers. Yes. And I mean, I always had a crush on Tom. Tom always had a crush on me. And, like, even when you guys were, like, oh, like, Tom totally has a crush on you, you'd be like, no way. Like, but it was, like, you still kind of, like, you're, like, maybe he does. Like, she just didn't want to, like, let herself down, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And I think, like, in her situation, so, like, she didn't have, like, a father in her life. She was an only child. Her mother passed away. So, like, her, besides, like, Layla and Beckett, who are, like, obviously, like, her best friends, like, Luca is, like, she's, like, that is, like, my best friend. And I think it's really scary probably to move from a friends to lovers scenario like that when you when there is the potential of like losing your best friend and like for Stella she was like I would rather have him in my life as my friend than not have him in my life at all so she was like willing to sacrifice like having his love like just so she can maintain his friendship how mature I know. But honestly, but then, I appreciate it. Yes. But then when he was like, I love you. And she was like, no, you don't. Like, she couldn't fathom that he could love her. And he was like, she's like, you just think you love me, but like, you actually don't love me. And I was like, okay, like, shut up now. That was like my one, like, irk. But at the same time, too, I think Luca recovered lovely from it. Like, he came back. He's like, you know what? You never wanted someone to walk out on you and leave you. I never should have done it that way. Like, yeah. it just hurt at the time. But like. If, if you don't love me, I'll take what I can get of our friendship. Like, I yeah. want our friendship. So, I was like, okay, at least, like, it was a, it wasn't, I wouldn't even call it, like, a third act breakup. It was almost just, like, a little, her just being Misunder- Misunderstand. Yeah, because I think it was, I mean, it was figured out quite quickly. Yes. Like, that he says, like, he's like, I love you. Like, what do you mean? Like, you, like, the week's over next week, but, like, we're, we're together. We said we were going to see where this yeah. goes. And she's like, no, like, the week's over, so everything's done. Um... And I understood why he left, too. Like, your feelings are hurt. You yeah. No, he didn't, like... Girl. Yeah, he didn't storm out. Like, I'm done with you. He was just, like... Okay, I gotta go... And he went and, like, licked his wounds at Beckett's house. Like, he yeah. he didn't even leave the farm. No, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was, he like, was right like down the road. He was, like, literally, like, just, like, a... a I don't know, like... A cottage away. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, he was just... He was in the east, like, pasture, and she was in, like, the west. Like, he didn't go very far. No. Um, And he was, like, already planning on moving to Delaware to be closer to her. Like, every, like his plans didn't change like there wasn't like some like big drawn out breakup no. or whatever i think it was like a day like that night that they got back together yeah, so it was only like yeah it was like what's up and but also like, like it didn't take her long to realize that she was being a dumbass also well that's what i'm saying yeah like i mean it was annoying when she was like you don't love me yeah. how like how could you um she like was like and then i think i mean i think she kept like she keeps things a lot like to herself and then, like, talking it through, I think, with, like, Beckett and Layla probably helped her, like, see that she re- was like, not see it. seeing yeah. what... She was blocking out his love because she was too afraid that, like, exactly what you were right. saying before, that if something went south with the relationship taken 
to the next level, yes. then she wouldn't have him anymore. And, and I, oh, it was just such a cute. I story. just thought he was so adorable. Yes. Um, I mean, like, first of all, big nerd, like, loves data and statistics, which is just funny. Um, and I love how they incorporated his, like, data into their, like, sex scene, like, with the casual, uh, I'm like so bad. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Casual statistics or something. Yeah. They, He's like, yeah, oh, it's like cause and effect. Like if I kiss you here, like then you like make this sound. And if I touch you here, like you get goosebumps. And like, I loved it. It was so good. It was so good. Hold on. I'm trying to find that. Hold on. I'm trying to find that part because it kind of like ties in. Oh my God. Where is that quote? Um, again, please hold with the weird silence. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going. I just don't want to talk over you if you know what you're looking for. Um, it's literally, hold on. I have it, on, I have it in a TikTok save. So just like the cause and effect. Yeah. It's like, when I do this here, do you get wet there? Yeah. <laughs> like, Luca, okay, honey. And it's like, I do. Um, me personally. Me, me do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, he was like, he was like that like perfect blend of like nerdy meets like, Sexy. Sexy meets, like, I could be your best friend and, like, I'm here for you and I listen to you. But, like, when he had a couple of sayings, I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, take notes. <laughs> Babe, read this chapter. Um, this, is how, this is how you should speak to me. So, I also love the food references. Um, my first highlight, which just rings true to who I am as a human being, he's homemade Pop-Tarts on the first Saturday of the month. He's late night views of Die Hard in the sticky summer heat. And yeah. then in the end, too, she wraps everything up with like, or he'll say, he says, it's like from two years ago, I want a grilled cheese every day. It's like, they always yes, make grilled that's cheese the grilled together. Che- yeah, so his dad died when he was like 12, I think, or he was very young. And every time he was like upset or whatever, his dad like would make him grilled cheese. And the first time he meets Stella, I also love that her name's Estelle. Everybody calls her Stella, but he calls her Lala. Yeah. Like he has his own nickname for her. It's cute. I mean, I... I'm not the biggest fan of Lala, but I do like that he has his own like, yeah. name. Yeah. Um, and I weirdly like the name Estelle. I love the name Estelle. But uh, he um, he sees, the first time he meets her, he like can tell that she's sad. Um, and like she thinks that he's just like being nice. Like, hey, like, let's go get grilled cheese. And then when he's like telling, like retelling the story mm-hmm. to um, Evelyn. Yeah, yeah. Evelyn. Uh, he like tells it and it's like kind of it's like you finally get his perspective on it and he's like I could tell that she was sad I didn't like he wanted I don't know whatever so he takes her to get grilled cheese and uh and that's like ends up being like their thing kind of but he, yeah but, like he explains it like he I don't know it was just so much more than just like oh I saw a sad girl like it was well so yeah yeah cute. no it was cuter than that but couldn't tell you what he said because Teresa and I have the worst memories <laughs> honestly I know and I don't have the book in front of me so I can't even search it but um, uh, just uh, adorable. It, like he explains like, exactly what she was wearing. Then he talks about like when they were at the music festival, and like he's like you're wearing the pink dress. Like I, he like was so obviously like obsessed with her, and she was like no, like I'm sorry. Like I have guy friends. None of them could tell me what I was wearing at a specific date. I don't. I mean, I don't think Gil could tell me what I was wearing at a specific date, other than our wedding. Um. But yeah, no, Luca's adorable. I also love that he's like always like so his mother and his aunts and his grandmother are all straight from Italy. So it's, like a big but it's like resonates so true with this yeah. like his family. And like a big part of it is like all the food that they're cooking and like they're always like eating their like 
always dropping off food for her, like leftovers for her to eat because otherwise she just eats like pizza every day. Um, and he's always like cooking for her and like doing like little things for her. He brings her over like a coffee pot. Like he's just like always there taking care of her. So wait, let's go back to the whole, like how he's explaining the story. Cause I think I found something about it. It's like, he's, he's literally describing how he, I guess like they met, um, boy meets girl. It's a pretty simple story. All right. You see boys mom decides she wants to move to a tiny town East coast. She wants something different, something new and keeps talking about little Florence. Boy doesn't really get it, but he goes with her. Helps her get settled. When they're moving in, boy meets a girl. Runs right into her, really. And she is, she's incredible. Smart, funny, beautiful as hell. But she's sad, too. So he buys her a beer and a grilled cheese. And after that, well, after that, he keeps bumping into her. Buy some more grilled cheese and that's that. I thought it was so funny because this is, please, someone out there, if you prove me wrong, I'll, I don't know what I'll give you, but I'll give you something. Because this is every fucking girl out there. At least yes. definitely me. In the next, on the next page... Stella is looking up at him and in that whole story she literally just goes to him you think, think I'm beautiful? I'm beautiful? Yeah. Like that's the only thing she took away from that story and I'm like that is so fucking true yeah. that is, that's like one thing I, like Tom can like tell his like epic story and if there's like one thing in there that stands out I'm like wait what? One, like, com- one compliment to me that's literally I'm like you think I'm pretty? Exactly. I mean is this not You true, think I'm skinny? <laughs> that's me in a nutshell but i thought it was so great because it's so true like we hyper fixate on like that one thing that like we were dying to hear um and he's like of course i do i've told you that before yeah (laughs) and she's like you haven't and he's like i have and she's like no you haven't like and i believe her because like she would have like she would have remembered she would go to she would go to like the grave with that one yeah but i think the best thing in the entire world when they start like going into the public and he does little things just like grabbing her hand or like guiding her and it goes through, like, the phone tree, because they have a phone tree in their town. Yes. I love that people are, like, screaming, fucking finally, like, all of this stuff. Yes. Like, the whole town had a Well, because it's been 10 years, <laughs> yeah. and they're, like, just, everyone in the town is just waiting for them to finally, like, figure it out that there they're in love. There was literally a bet. Yes. They had, like, someone, I forget who won the bet, but someone won the bet. He, yeah, one of the firefighters, I forget his name. Because he, like, put a plaque outside, like, the firehouse that was, like, matchmaker yeah. or something. Beckett was, like, I was close to winning. Um, but yeah, I love that. Like everybody was like, nobody was surprised to see them together really. Cause everyone was like waiting for it, yeah, like, but they were like, yeah, everyone like knew it was bound to happen. Um, I also thought it was extremely cute that the sheriff, or chief of police, the sheriff, or chief, the, sheriff the sheriff, Dane took it upon himself to almost like, a, like in his mind, like Stella was his, like yes. he took care of her. It's like, again, he knows who Luca is, like yep. everything. The minute he sees or knows that they're together, he literally, this typical dad fashion, like, there's nothing ambiguous about me telling you I'll break every bone in your finely structured body if I even said to see a hint of a tear on that girl's face. And I will take great pleasure in grinding you down physically, mentally, and emotionally. He rocks back on his chair, kicks up his feet on the railing, and he packs his gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so great. I love Dane. Um, He makes makes himself seen a few times. He's cute. He's so Um, cute. And he, I love that, like, he's, like, like he, like, stalks the pizza shop to see the one guy that works there. Maddie. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, they, and then in the next book, not spoilers, because they're not main characters, Dane and Maddie move in together, and it's, like, the talk it's, of the town. Yes. It's everything. I was, I was here for it. He goes, wait, so, Luca, um, he goes, I've been thinking about kissing you all week. And she, like, in her head, is like, um, that's nice. I've been thinking about kissing him since I was 23. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, but like he has too. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny that she's like, oh, really? All week? Like, I've been thinking about kissing you for the last 10 years of my life. I also thought it was just so cute how he kind of pitched to Stella that they should start practicing and trying things out Mm -hmm. to see like, because they have to act natural. Like, they want to like make sure they can kind of pass as being a couple. Um... And he, he gets bold quick. Like, I, I, I can see how much it takes the sounds you make if you're quiet or loud. Like, whatever. And he's like, because, and then she's like, well, why? And he's like, because I really fucking want to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hanging on to every word. No, he was adorable. And like, he, yeah, I think it's like he's like rubbing like the back of her neck. Like, he keeps like, like, put like, he has his hand on the back of her neck. And he's like rubbing his like thumb. And she's like, kind of like moaning into mm-hmm. it. And he's like, oh, like that's something that you like like okay um he has a little bit of ocd so he's always like fixing things and like she's kind of a mess and like a hoarder yes and he's like always like rearranging and like fixing she kicks off her shoes he immediately has to go and like put them like in like the right place and like in order and he does a thing where he um like she always says like it's always in threes Mm-hmm. Like, he'll, like, squeeze her arms, like, three times. Or, like, squeeze, like, her, like, thigh three times. Like, as, like, a reassurance. But I feel like it's just, like, a little tick that he has. And I, I don't know. I thought it was cute. But, um, yeah. So, like, I mean, the whole premise of the story, which we didn't even get into. We just went, like, oh, right yes. into Luca. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Wow, Honestly, okay. it's because it was so cute that, like, I had to just jump right in. Um, oh, Stella. God, you didn't even give us your synopsis. I know. I never even gave the synopsis. Well, I was, like, straight up, like, Luca is it. Uh, Stella owns a... <sighs> It's more than just a Christmas tree farm. Like they have an ice yeah. rink. They have a like they have an actual farm. They have a bakery. Like there's cottages on. It's um, a good story to read at Christmas time. It's also just a good story to read. Yeah, it's like anytime. It's love not like, like yeah, no. not Christmassy. Like in the weeds, which I'm fifty percent in, and I know you already read it. It takes place on the farm, of course, but it has nothing to do with Christmas. Exactly. Um, just this time of year is more Christmas heavy because it's taking place October through December. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she owns this Christmas tree farm that she bought uh, after, like, the guy um, who previously owned it sold it. Um, And she wants to make it, like, I guess, like, a place to go. There's a place in New Jersey, Battleview Orchards in Freehold. Yeah. This is, like, kind of giving me that vibe where it's, like, there's an apple orchard. And, like, you can go there and, like, there's, like, a little country market where you can get, like, donuts and, like, Whatever, like that's it's kind of free the, to wander around. Yeah, like, unless you want to buy something, of course. Right, and like they do, like depending on the time of year, they have different. Yeah. Like you can go like strawberry picking or like whatever it ends up being. Like there's different, whatever. There's yeah, different events going on. Um, like I think in the book they talk about like Halloween. Like they like turn like one of like the uh, for, no, not forest. Like whatever, whatever. One of the things where the trees are one growing. Of the pastures or whatever. Yeah. It is, yeah, I'm not a farmer. Um, I'm not a landscape. I don't know anything about anything. Um, they turn, they turn it into like a haunted forest or whatever. Um, so basically that's the premise and she is, they're like losing money, um, because things are going wrong. So one of the pastures of trees is like dying. It has like root rot. They can't figure out why, um, some deliveries are going missing. Like there's just like little like weird things happening. Like, um, somebody's like vandalizing the property like Mm -hmm. occasionally and like whatever. Um, so she signs up. For there's this, I guess, like Instagram, TikTok influencer, social media influencer, Evelyn St. James. So Stella signs up for a contest where Evelyn will go to like three different places 
and then pick a winner and like highlight these places on her social media accounts. And then the winner gets like a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and that's where the fake dating part yeah. comes in because on the application, Stella was like, Oh, it would be more interesting if I say that I own this property, um, with my boyfriend. And then she's like, Oh fuck, I was picked. Now I need a boyfriend. And she like is so hesitant to ask Luca. Like she, first she asked Beckett and Beckett's like, no, <laughs> he like he's like you he's like why aren't you answering lucas phone calls why aren't you like stella's phone is like ringing like off the hook on her desk and he's like why are you ignoring luca why why haven't you asked him and she's like i don't know he's like oh you don't know you don't know what yeah um so she finally does obviously he agrees to it he's like this is my chance like finally right he's like and if i only get this one week at least i get at least one week with her which is so cute and um By the end, she feels bad. She tells Evelyn. Evelyn's like, I figured it out. She was like, this is a small town. Everybody talks. She was like, everybody was like, wow, I can't believe, like, you know, they finally got together this week. (laughs) But Evelyn, while she's there, is like recording and whatever. And she like, that's what prompts Stella to be like, oh my God, you're right. He does love me. Because... Evelyn oh, yeah. shows her right. like a little clip and it's all of it's like all of her and Luca together and it's like Luca like looking at her and like finding her like across mm-hmm. like the way and like him watching her and she's like oh shit like he really does love me and that's why she's like fuck okay I, I have to tell him yeah. like I have to be I have to be brave and tell him that I love him too um it's so cute it is a really cute story and I, I like the like, little like the whole what was happening to their farm like yeah i thought it like added to the plot a little bit you come to find out what was going on like becca and layla her layla's her baker who book three is about yeah um they end up banding together with lay um what's her face stella and they were like hey like we're gonna be partners like yes then we're gonna take cuts in our pay and we're gonna help you and, like, yes it was just like a, such a, it was just cute like it was an and it's like a like, great friendship good. like yeah and i love that beckett is like he doesn't like have friends like he keeps to himself like he's very um like introverted and a little reclusive but his like like Luca Layla and Stella are his like best friends like yeah. the four of them are like a close knit like little group and they no, all like they hang know. out together and like when Luca's upset he goes to Beckett's house yeah. and like it's just so cute and nice but I, and you know I love that like they bring in Luca's family too and like even you, you, you do meet <clears throat> Stella's biological father and his. And her what a mom. okay. What a weird. That was a very weird dynamic. Okay, because, and I assume and that the fourth book is going to be Charlie. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming the fourth. So Stella has a half brother named Charlie. Stella's father, I guess, had an affair with Stella's mother, or like a one night stand yeah. or an affair. I forget, um, which resulted in her and her half brother being born like eight months apart. Yes. So, um, that's weird, but. But they're close. but they yeah but but her stepbrother Charlie and his mom did not know about Stella until ten years prior or mm-hmm. whenever her mother died Stella I guess like found out and like went to the house to be yeah. like hey I think she's trying well I think she's trying to find a way to like tell her father father about, yes like, yeah yeah hey, yeah she didn't go there to be like died, hey by yeah. the way there's another kid she was like yeah. trying to get in touch with her dad which who she had no relationship with and no way to contact um, and her stepbrother and her. I mean, her half-brother and I guess her stepmom. I don't know what stepmom. I mean, she, you, yeah, because she does refer to Stella as, like, her child. Yeah. It's a, no, I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, they take her in immediately. But her dad apparently is still just, like, a dick. But, like, they never, like, meant, like, 
I think it's like well known that the dad's a dick. Like Charlie when he's like texting her and Luca like yeah. talking shit about the dad it, and stuff. It's almost like but the whole yeah. like the dad being like an alcoholic thing, I thought was like out of like left field. Yeah. Like all of a sudden not. he just like shows up late to Thanksgiving, and then is like f- passes out like drunk on the like because the way that she describes him prior to that is that he's like very like well kept and like I put it together. Be a clean cut type of guy who had like and like he's very rich. Yeah. Like. So I don't know if we're going to get more of that background story yeah, in Charlie's book, maybe, because I feel like Stella was pieces. shocked to see him acting like that. Yeah. But like Charlie and his mom weren't. No, exactly. Um, and Charlie, like, yeah. Recording him and everything. I and think then, that. Like, even in the end that you find out he was having all these different affairs with all these different women. Yes. And like finally at the end of the book, like the stepmom leaves yeah. the dad. Um, I think the fourth book is going to be Charlie and Beckett's sister, the tattoo mm-hmm. artist one. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's not That'd a spoiler. That's just like yeah, a thought a that I'm having. Um, because like very briefly, like it's mentioned in in the weeds, he's like, oh, like Nova's like, oh, yeah, Charlie texted me again. to like she he like wants like a scorpion tattoo oh, right. or something. You're right. Yeah. So that's going to be a good one. I think I'm that'll excited. be cute. I think it's going to be cute, too. Anyway, I sorry. Mean, moving they're on. All, so far, like even in the weeds was really cute. I mean, so far, I'm really liking it 50 percent in. Um, I just... In the Weeds is dual POV, so you get Beckett and, Ev- mm-hmm. and Evelyn's. It's, like, upsetting that you don't get a Luca POV in Lovelight Farms. That's, like, my only complaint. After the epilogue, um, there's a bonus chapter where you get, yeah. a, like, a Luca POV, and I think it's it's the sex scene. Um, so you get it from his point of view, which I think is just, like, cute. But I wish that we got more Luca POVs throughout the book. That's my only complaint. I still give it five stars. That's my only complaint. Um, yeah, I agree. It's my only complaint with that, too. I just, it was just, like, an all-around feel-good book. Again, you know what? I love when authors do, like, a little nod to, like, readers. Like, even in the epilogue, they're sitting there, and what's-her-face Stella's like, you're the one that's been staring at me for the last 15 minutes like a creeper because you're being weird, says Luca. Mm-hmm. I nudge with my foot and close my book. I set it aside. We're on top of the three other books I've started and abandoned this week. Yeah. Which is, like, so me to, literally, there's three books yes. on, my, on my table. But, like, I just love, like, authors do that, too. It just, I don't know. Yeah. It resonates a little bit, but. I also love that he had um, a little bit of, like, a jealousy streak. So, like. That was my smile. When, yeah, when Kayla, so, uh. They, she she puts cameras on the farm yes. because she's like, somebody keeps breaking in and vandalizing things. In the middle of the night, she gets an alert on her phone. Like, the the security cameras are going off. She looks at it. It's like a hooded figure, and they are, like, throwing rocks at the camera. Um, so Luca and Beckett basically chase this guy down. She's waiting at the house. Dane gets there. Dane's like, I'm going to go see what where the boys are. You shouldn't fucking be chasing this guy. Yeah. You know if he's dangerous. So he's like, Caleb, who's like an officer, he's like, you stay here with her or whatever. So, like, they're just in the kitchen, like, bullshitting, waiting for, like, everybody to get back to the cottage. And, like, Luca is, like, he comes in and he's pissed. Yeah. And then, like. smiling at him. Yeah. So, he was, like, you looked happy. You were laughing when we came in. And he was, like, that was my smile. Like, and it's funny. And it's cute, too, because she always, like, is, like, oh, like, that's Luca's, like, this smile. Like, that's the smile. Like, that's the smile he only gives to me. Like, they both are, like, counting, like, the different smiles that each other has. And like, so, uh, like, and like, they don't even realize that each you, of like, them are doing it. He was talking about Layla and like her baking because that's book three. Yeah. So it just this if you were looking for like an all around feel good book with a splash of some spice, some good dirty banter, yes, friends to lovers, like a fake dating trope, you have it in this book. 
And it's just like like wholesome too. So wholesome. Like when he starts slow dancing with her in the kitchen. Oh, he's like, that's how my parents yeah. argued. And he was like, she goes, why are we dancing? And he said, this is how my parents argued. Or I guess this is how they had big conversation. My dad said he liked to keep my mom close, but I really think he wanted a way to politely restrain her, which I think is funny. Um, where to go, Tom? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, which I think is just like so cute. He's like, they're having a disagreement and he like just pulls out her old radio that was her mom's like puts on some like old time Christmas music and just like slow dance with her so that they can like discuss it like I need to p- bring this up to Tom and be like so <laughs> honestly though if I was like pissy at Gil and he was like let's slow dance I'd be like don't you fuck fucking touch me. me right now <laughs> I fucking hate your guts right now you dog he also tells her it's like the first time that they're like intimate they haven't had sex yet but they're like being intimate with each other and he says you look pretty when you come yes <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's so cute. And then uh, when she finally says, like, I, like, love you or whatever, and she's like, I can feel his smile against mine, bright and beautiful. His hand squeezes my hips, my ribs, and then rises to my cheeks as them smooth under my eyes. Fucking finally. I love that when um, she also talks about I've always been attracted to Luca. He's handsome and all the way to, like, best. The first thing she lists, tall. Yeah. But again, like, it's just, like, it's just things. I, like, like also, like, he is, like, a cute little Italian boy. Yeah. And he has, like, light, I think he has, like, light brown hair, but it's, like, a little shaggy. She, like, mentions that it's, like, always messy. He's always running his fingers through it. Yeah. But then she says that he has, like, freckles on his nose and, like, across his chest. Like, I don't, there's something about him that just, like, is so, like, endearing and cute. Like, the way that he's described. he sounds adorable. And she has curly hair, which I would have trouble, as as a curly-haired girly. I always have trouble picturing female main characters when they're described as having curly hair because she's like, oh, he like had his like fingers like in her hair and was like running his fingers through her hair. And I'm like, the knots, <laughs> the knots. And then like the, the frizz product. that that would cause. Like what if you your product in your So like, I think that she had wave, like in my head, I'm like, she had wavy hair. She did not have curly hair. It's your hair. Like when you actually like do it. When I blow it out yeah. and put and curls put in curl it, the not like my natural curls. If Gil tried to run his fingers through your hair and it you would, write the knots, but, like, you put product in your hair. Like, he's not getting his hands through his hair. No, and you want to know, away, like, have you have you ever seen um, a girl with curly hair brushed out? Because it ain't... It's, it ain't cute. It's very big and very frizzy. Can we do that one day, you? Yeah, I don't care. You can do it. <laughs> I'll honestly let you do anything to me at this I point. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, so I was like... Mm. What kind of curls are we talking about? Like loose, like beautiful, like waving curls are like. I love how that's how you put. But it's funny. It's like I would have never hyper fixate on that because I don't know. You know, I'm like, I'm like, no. And she's just like getting that, like rolling out of bed. Like, I don't know. Oh, you know what I love too? Um, What's her, what's, what's her name? Said it. Layla? No. What other girl? Evelyn. Are, Evelyn. I'm like, wait, there's... I was like, looking at you, like, you're supposed to know what I was thinking. No. You're supposed to know what I'm thinking. So when Evelyn gets to the farm, it's like the North Pole had a love child with Hogwarts. Yes. I need to go. I want this place to be real. Same. Also, like, I, th- I don't know why I think it's funny that it's, like, kind of coastal Maryland where this all takes place. Yeah. this I thought it was going to be, like, because like they're like west. Yeah, like, they're... Like, they're, like, talking about, like, cold and, like, snow and stuff. I'm like, it's October in Maryland. Like, mm. Like, it doesn't snow here in October. It's very... The last time it snowed here in October was after Hurricane Sandy in, what, 2012? 12. Yes. And that was fr- that was a freak snow. And when we talk about snow, it wasn't, like, feet of snow. It was just, like, a few inches. Yeah. Do we even get snow last year? Yes. Oh, yeah, we did get snow last we year. We got a lot of snow last year, Katie. That's right. I Katie was, lives... I was home a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I have to shovel. 
Oh, I don't do that. Oh, well, I was actually living with my in-laws last Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. But I didn't go to work a couple times, so. Um, yeah, no, definitely snowed. But yeah, I was like, I mean, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I like put on like my light. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's probably in like the 50s. Probably. I mean, it does it get, I know it gets cold in Maryland. It's not, it's not in the South. It's like three hours from here. But I'm just, I just thought it was funny. But like, Maryland and New Jersey are very similar in a coastal t- like town. Right. Our, our weather's like the same thing. Yeah. If we're not getting snow here in October, you ain't getting snow down there in, in October either. No. <laughs> um, but it set the stage. It did. No, it set, the, it set the stage beautifully. And I also like that we got more... Like, I like that it didn't just take place over, like, the week that they were fake dating. Like, she gets the application, like, approved, like, right before Halloween. So that's when they, like, confirm yeah. that they're going to do it. And then he he's like, well, now we should practice leading up to it. So it's not, like, so crazy that, if, like, all of a sudden we're together. Yeah. Um, so, like, you, you get... You don't even get Evelyn arriving there until, like, 60 or 70% into the book. Yeah. Which I, I like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you. you get... It's, like... Luke is like, I'm really dating her. <laughs> Yeah. this whole time yeah <laughs> and she's like no we're just practicing and he's like sure <laughs> as i literally think we're gonna make you come yeah and i'm basically sold <laughs> yeah i i always think it's so funny when we like when i read like these fake dating tropes we're like i would just be like so like i like you <laughs> i would like, ruin it <laughs> i would yeah i would 100 like and i always think it's so funny i don't think she says it i don't think she says it in this one but i read a book recently again where it was like just promise me you won't fall in love with me. Does she say it in this one? No, she does not say that. All right, then it was in another book that I read recently. And I'm always, like, laughing. One, those words would never leave my mouth. That is so embarrassing. Same. And two, like, bitch, you're the one who's in love. I'm not cocky enough to say things like that. I'm cocky enough to be like, hey, do you like me? But, like, not cocky enough to, like, assume that you do. Like, okay, so maybe that's not that I'm cocky. I just, like, I hate miscommunication. So I would, like, with Gil. Yeah, like, let's call it out how it is. That's how Gil and I started dating. I was like, hey, like, are we, are are we together? Like, well, because, uh, like, if not, like, that's cool. Like, we can just be friends. Or, like, if we are, that's cool, too. Then, like, I'll, then, like, you're my boyfriend. And but he was like. I, like, I want to know what's going on. I'll right. Like, I, yeah. And I was like, I like you. So, like, I'll be your girlfriend. He was like, okay. <laughs> I can like I can like see and in my mind picture like, like nineteen and twenty like, year old us. Is Gil like playing Call of Duty and then we're like, yeah, do you sound good? <laughs> no, he um we we were drunk at a party and I was like, are we dating? And he was like, I was like, because if we're not, like that's cool, like I'll still be your friend. But then like I'm gonna talk to other boys. Like you're not gonna keep wasting my time. Those other cute boys here. Yeah, girl. And he was like, I guess we're together. Just like that, right? Yeah, because he's <laughs> he's from the south. I'm he's so southern. <laughs> He has like a North Jersey accent. He's not even from North Jersey. He sounds more New Jersey than I they, do. Gil and my sister, when you get them a little like, yep. up, I'm saying, they give him a sound beer. like they are from, yeah, like a completely... Like Jersey of- City or like Newark. Yeah. And I, I don't understand it because like no one else sounds like that. No. It's only when they get a little liquor in them. Yeah. I love also when Gil walks around going, oh, I don't <laughs> All the time. I'm like, who are uh, who you? Who are you? He, like, he's going to be that, like, grumpy old man who, like, sits outside and is like, keep your frisbees off my lawn. Like, he's like, oh, my God. Every, like, grass hair is going to be, like, perfect He gets mad at me for walking across our lawn. I said, Ugh. That's why I don't walk across your lawn when I park on my the side of the I say, try to stop me. It's grass. Like, what are you going to do? He's what a weirdo. He's honestly. He's He's ridiculous, too. He's not the kind of Italian-American that Luca is. That's no. all I'm <laughs> He doesn't cook. He's grumpy and old. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> Though his mother-in-law, your well, your mother-in-law will definitely send food home for you if you needed it. Uh, she okay. Dad wouldn't really come be your personal chef if you needed it. Listen up. Uh, okay, so this past Saturday we had our family Christmas with the Olini side. That's Katie's side of the family, my husband's side of the family, and when we were leaving, Katie's mom was like, "Oh." Um, your mother-in-law packed a bag of leftovers for yeah. you to take home for Gil. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Like, well, now I was like. He could have packed up food for himself if he really wanted to. I could have done it too. I was yeah. like, if his mom wants to do it, one, I got to stay relaxing. Exactly. Snacking at the freaking table. Two, you know who didn't have to go food shopping or cook yesterday? Me. Because that boy woke up and was eating cold shrimp at like 8 a.m. And I was like. Was disgusting another thing that him and gina have gina's my sister if you if you didn't know but they have so it's so funny because they're so similar yes and i'm very similar to gilroy brother yeah i think it's like an older brother younger like older sibling younger sibling dynamic and gil because they're both g's they start with g's (laughs) oh do gina and gil both start with a j they go by g money they do (laughs) it's embarrassing more so for Gil, because, like, now he, he's in his 30s. Gina's at least still in her 20s. I mean, she's right there. G, Gina's knocking on the G-Money's door. 29. <laughs> Little G-Money. Little G-Money. Um, anyway, I di- we digress. We digress. We really fucking like this. Um, five stars, 100%. Same. Definitely recommend reading her next book, In the Weeds, um, which is Beckett and Evelyn's story. It's cutie. It's really cute. Um, but definitely five stars for Love Light Farms. Spice, like, a one. Yeah. 1.5 if you want to be like crazy about it it's plot character driven it's a book that has some spices on a spicy book but it is utter perfection again you don't need to read this at christmas time so i highly suggest if you haven't yet then you just do it oh yeah like we picked this as like a christmasy read but it can be read any time of year yes it's so fucking cute so you should go read it you should go read it um next week we have just a regular old spilling the tea, but we're going to do like yearly roundups and stuff in yeah. that episode. Um, some fun quizzes. Some fun quizzes, yeah. It'll just be like kind of like a free-for-all. Uh, maybe I'll drink some wine. Katie can't because she's pregnant, but maybe I'll get a little drunk while we do it. You do it. Um, and then I know, hold on, I built the calendar. And so you have the calendar. I do have the calendar. Maybe. Magnolia Parks is the first week of January. Yeah. Then we have spilling the tea. Then the Umbra King, right? And then another Spilling the Tea episode. The Umber King is by, um, I want to say her last name. I, like, I'm like thinking of her TikTok handle. I mean, you can say Jamie that. is her name. Jamie yes, Apple Jamie. Applegate? Maybe. Oh, my God. I'm like the worst, honestly. I'm terrible. I literally just want her, her TikTok her handle. It's also not working right now. So. Yeah, Goodreads is not working. Um, but she's so fucking funny on TikTok and I've been wanting to read this book for so long. And we were like, what should we, what fantasy book should we pick? And And we talked about reading it like last month too. And like, we are honest, we sit here and we like go over and over like what we should read, um, all the time. And we always just like end up picking like random things. I was like, no, we're reading the Umbra Because it's so hard. Like you read so much romance and I read a lot of fantasy. So like there's a lot and like, but. A lot of what I read, you already read and have surpassed. So it's, it, it is kind of hard to sometimes find Sorry, books. Sorry, it's so... It's so hard being so perfect. You, I know. 250 books in a year. Which kudos. Um, <laughs> I'm very curious to see what I do next year having a child. I'm going to try to read less. Okay. You're I'm going to try... Teresa's going to hit 300. I'm going to try to only read 150 books next year. 
Okay, so if anyone wants to make a bet with me, <laughs> Teresa's not going to read 150. She's going to read 300. Mark, no. Mark, you heard it here first. Two, okay, I only Teresa got... Teresa Marie, do you not know yourself? I was off of work for like two months on disability. I read a lot during that time. I will not hopefully be off work next year on disability. You're... I don't even want to talk I honeymooned for two weeks and then I went on two months of disability back to back. So I read a lot. Like that was like a huge chunk. I read like almost 30 books like a month during that time. What else was I doing? If I had nothing to do, I would also do that. And 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 I wasn't allowed to be fit. Like I wasn't allowed to like drive or do anything. And I'm not not saying anything against reading 250 books. You read 250 books. But like a lot of them are romance too. So you do typically have like... They're what three hundred to four hundred pages. Like yeah. a lot of fantasy books surpass. Like of course you 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 still write a shit ton of books, way more than a lot of other people, which I commend you. You also are a very speedy reader. I am a speedy um, reader, but I still don't think you're gonna read one fifty next year. I think you're gonna read three hundred. No, maybe two hundred, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to cap myself mm-hmm. at like twelve to thirteen books a month. <laughs> okay. So we'll see if I we'll see if I manage to do that. No, because you know. Mary and I are going to be talking about books, especially Mary, and she's going to make all these plans about books she's re- you're reading, and you're going to go read. I know you. No, I'm trying to be better at, like... Let's say, December 19th, 6.42 p.m., Katie is saying you're going to read 300 books. And I'm saying 150. Okay, well, I, don't know. <laughs> I have to be an adult. Sure, Tate. <laughs> Whatever. That's enough. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.